25th anniversary of the day his son was murdered, Steve Hare did what he normally does, taking a brisk sloping one-mile walk past the housing developments and shade trees in Anaheim Hills, a planned community some 15 miles from Disneyland. Since the crime, Steve's hair had whitened, but it might have anyway, and there were few other outward signs that betrayed what he'd endured. Fit and tan, the former Marine was spirited and fun, his gray-blue eyes sparkling when he told a story or sent a friend a goofy video on YouTube. In his home, he invited visitors to use his exercise equipment and try his food. The graciousness came naturally. But the support network that had been built around Steve and his Argentinian-born wife Raquel enabled him to maintain it. Almost daily, the couple received messages from the guys and girls who'd served with their son, Samuel Eliezer Hare, in Afghanistan, and partied with him near their base in Germany. In the Army, Sammy had nicknames for a number of his friends. Five years after Sam's death, Steve affectionately referred to the group as the Knuckleheads. Sam's teen years had been a struggle. He'd drifted from his parents and had issues with the law, but he'd learned from his mistakes and the military had instilled the young man with confidence, maturity, and purpose. At the time of his death, a week before his 27th birthday, Sam and his father were best friends. They each had tattoos commemorating their service to their country and regularly worked out together. The pair lived less than a half hour away from each other, with Sammy residing in a palm-tree-laden apartment complex in the town of Costa Mesa, where he swam, hung out in the hot tub, and made new friends. He was more focused than ever before talking about marrying Katerina, the girl he'd met while stationed in Germany with the 173rd Airborne, and attending classes at Orange Coast College in case he decided to re-enlist as an officer. After his walk, Steve rewarded himself with a cookie, a small indulgence considering what he intended to do next. With Raquel indoors nursing a cold, he cut through the muggy air, stepped into his car, and cranked up the air conditioning. Then he drove east on California 91 toward Riverside Cemetery, a 921-acre sanctuary dedicated to the interment of U.S. military personnel and their spouses. It was a ritual that the Hares tried to repeat every week. But this day carried a special burden. As he stepped onto the grounds and approached the gravesite, Steve stared at the dates etched into the stone and felt a mixture of melancholy and anger, knowing that he and Raquel would be returning in eight days to mark their son's thirty-second birthday. With Memorial Day coming, Steve made sure to bring a few flags to the grave along with flowers. He noted that other Jewish people generally avoided the floral garnishment, placing a simple stone on their relatives' graves. Flowers withered and died, the logic went, while stones were eternal. But there was a joylessness in the custom that Steve didn't like. Sammy deserved flowers. Plus, with the grave embedded in the lawn, the lawnmowers would eventually kick the stones away. It was only when the flowers were in place that Steve was able to relax. He'd honored his son and thought of the happy times and the love that they had shared for each other. It felt good, knowing how close they'd truly been. Just being there with Sam's remains created a sense of peace. Before returning to the car, Steve removed his phone 
and snapped a photo to show his wife. Later, the two went out for lunch at El Cholo, a Mexican restaurant in the entranceway of an Anaheim shopping plaza. To aid in the recuperation from her illness, Raquel ordered a hot bowl of albandiga soup, a combination of meatballs, vegetables, and herbs, while joking merrily with Fausto, the waiter, in Spanish. Even Steve threw in a word or two, amusing his wife and Fausto with pronunciations that divulged a childhood spent not in Buenos Aires or Tierra del Fuego, but an industrial section of New Jersey. When the order was completed, Fausto walked away, never reading the pain that his customers carried. Reaching into his pocket, Steve showed his wife the photo he'd taken at the cemetery, a plaque flanked by American flags and flowers with the words, Samuel Eliezer Hare, PFC, Afghanistan, May 29th.